Hello, my fans, friends. Welcome to the Rich Terring podcast feed, powered by ACAS Plus. Thanks to everyone who's come to see the Can I Have My Ball Back tour so far. It's been going really well. I've got a four-star review in The Standard, four-star review in The Telegraph, who once called me the worst comedy experience of the year, so that's a turnaround. Uh, people have been coming, people have really been enjoying it, and it's getting better and better. The only gigs this week are both in Pocklington, the town I was born in, near York. Uh, there's a couple of tickets left for the evening show and a few more tickets left for the matinee, I think about 4.30. But love to see you there, Yorkshire. Pop along, check richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs to see if I'm coming near to you. There are tickets left for nearly every show in the tour. I think Norwich has sold out. Uh, and a couple of gigs in London could do with your support as well. Anyway, please listen to the podcast. Do spread the news about the podcast to your friends. Listen as much as you can. Numbers are slightly down, which may affect the future of this podcast. So just leave it playing, even if you're not in the room. Love you. <laughs> now sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever it is you're going to listen to. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who has a fantastic system. For finding his way on and off stage is Richard Herring. Thank you very much. We have begun. Hello. Yo, yo. Uh, welcome to the show. We're approaching the end of uh, series 13 of uh, Richard Herring's Square Theatre podcast. I was talking... What? <laughs> very, very poor behaviour. It's, it's jumped the shark, someone there... Not a very cool kid. You have to wait until I've said it. <laughs> I was talking... I, I've got to the stage where I don't even know uh, which one of these I've done before. And so then there's so many... T- by Series 14, there's going to be new, a brand new opening to the show. Uh, I was talking to John from the original Tomorrow People. Do you remember him? You remember him, David? God, no one remembers him. He was also, apparently, in Beatles About. He was one of the actors in Feels About, which I would have thought, you know, who wouldn't recognise John for the Tomorrow's People? As it turns out, all of you. <laughs> uh, he calls it Rahel Lester, anyway, so I know that's going to catch. Talking of uh, the Tomorrow People, I was, uh, last week, I, w- I woke up at about four o'clock in the morning. I'm waking up at four o'clock in the morning, regardless of my children waking up, partly due to my alcoholism. Uh, and, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Good laughing. Then. Oh no, that's not funny. <laughs> Good. Uh, it's all right. You're allowed to laugh. Uh, and uh, I, I, was, I was lying in bed, and my throat made uh, like a literal beeping sound, like a computer. It wasn't that went beep beep beep, but like a proper in from my throat. It went beep beep, and I'm just wondering. I'm wondering if I am actually a robot, and how would you know if you were? Why did my throat make that sound? That's not possible, is it, David? 
Doug would have turned himself on and off again. Could be. That might be why I'm so obsessed with having sex with a robot, because I am a robot. That could be. How would you know? It's like in Westworld, they don't know they're robots, do they? Someone might be... My, who, the woman I think is my wife might be paying money to come on vacation to be... to get to sleep with me for two weeks. And I you know, and then I'm rebooted, and I think it's her. Uh, laughing as if that's... Uh, look at the quality of the man you're hanging around with, and then... like. <laughs> Then laugh at a woman wanting to pay to have sex with the robot version. If she is doing that, she's not making the most of the service at the moment. It would be an odd time to choose to come and be my partner when we have two young children. So I thought this is a holiday. Now get up and look after the baby. But, you know, maybe in the future where where I am actually in, no one has babies anymore, maybe. So that might be that. That's why, isn't it? Because it's the Wild West to them now. If you think about that. Um, and I've also written jam anger down here. And no idea what that means. So, um, jam anger. Oh, I know what it is. I had a dream. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you about things that happened to me in this. Like, you might think the beeping thing was a dream as well, but it was, it was real. I had a real, I had a dream this week where I was playing just a minute, jam. Uh, and uh, Tom Baker was uh, playing and I was, got, I was coming to the end of my first ever whole minute of speaking and I was really excited and Tom Baker went like this he went, he, wait, he was counting it down he waited till 59 and a half seconds went like that and, and buzzed in and I had a fight with Tom Baker and I was, even in my dreams I can't win quiz shows, that's how bad it is and even in my dreams I'm ridiculously petty and I was arguing with Nicholas Parsons about the fact that Buzzer had got, Bell had gone first and then I went to the, proje- the producer's booth in the dream to make them replay the tape and as I was doing that the show was carrying on without me so um that's how tragic my life is. So, uh, the A, all that's happened to me has in, been injured. I've been on tour. I've had a lovely time in Reading and some other places. I can't remember where I was. It's all the same. Uh, so, when you're a robot, it's all the same day to day. So, uh, let's get on with this week's podcast. I'm very excited to introduce it. It's the first time I've had three guests at once. Very exciting. Some people think I'd talk over the one guest imagine what it's going to be like for those people today they're going to die my three guests are probably best known as uh, one is the narrator of Crazy Beaches one is the best known as being the son of Rocky Flintstone one is best known as being a 19th century shoe merchant who built James Cooper House my Wikipedia research may not have been that great this he might not be there. That might not be the same one. We'll find out when he comes up. Will you please welcome the team? Be very my behind. My dad wrote a porno. Come in. And man, sit in whatever order. We didn't talk about order there, but that's good. That's good. There we go. Lovely. Hello. Hello. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. My goodness. Hello. This is an honour. Is it on? I think... Hello? Yeah, you you got. Do you have have the microphone set up like this on my dad? We don't. We have Britney mics, which James loves. You're the ones that go like. (laughs) Oh, do you? Yeah. Not to record the. Oh. Hello. It's probably working. Is it working, Dave? Yeah, Yeah, it's all fun. Sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) We don't care about sound here because people complain about the sound of this podcast, but they're audio files, and I won't have them. I won't have that in my. Very nice. They're they're forbidden from being. They're forbidden. Um, so, <laughs> welcome, my goodness. Um, so, let's talk first of all about the. You're actually probably best known for the work you did 
uh, at the Leeds University Television Department, and that is what I want to talk to you about. Always. Where you all met? You watching? What did you do at the Leeds University TV Department? Oh, what to call it a department? I think is to overstate it. It was literally a cupboard under the stairs, opposite the pub, which is how we all found it. Um, I don't think we would ever have found it otherwise. Uh, Yeah, it wasn't our best work. It was. It it was the student TV station at university, so no one was watching it because I think there were quite a few LSTV fans in the house actually. There, that was quite a strong reaction when you mentioned. <laughs> we were, we were, yeah. We it's kind of where we learned to like film and edit and things like that. But we were doing like entertainment shows about the week's news, and when then we got interviews with like Lee Francis from Bo Selector from a great distance. We were very excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one question on a red carpet. Um, yeah, it was really weird. And we uh, what uh, Jamie kind of filmed and edited. Stuff. Yeah, really bad music videos that I yeah. thought was really arty and cool, which were awful. But it was just what we... Because none of us studied it. We did it in our spare time, and it was just what we... It's how we, like, bonded and what we'd spent a lot of our spare time doing. Um, And it was kind of geeky in a great way, in the way that I think our podcast is pretty geeky. Um, And also, we still do it. I mean, who are we kidding? Like, we still make (laughs) shit stuff together all the time. Every every weekend, I'm there with my 5D. Come on, guys, let's make something. And And the first job that we got, um, we all started as interns together at a TV company, and they were like, oh, we just want you to make some like kind of short videos. It was like early social media Bebo. Any uh, Bebo? Yeah, oh, Bebo you know, you that. know. Um, and so we were like, yeah, we can, we can do that. We can make shit videos. Sure, yeah. like that's what we're, that's the only thing we can do. Sure we can. We should probably, the first project we ever did together was our first job in London. It was called A Message from Earth for Bebo. And we were sending a <laughs> great, binary already. message. Yes. Stop me when I'm wrong. Okay, it's digital, um, yeah. <laughs> digital message. Yeah. Into space to the nearest planet that might have life on it, which was called Gliese 581C. It's Calm down, everyone. We away. get it. You love it. <laughs> we travelled to the Ukraine on like an official like British delegation, delegation mission to send these things in Evpatoria. <laughs> Through their space command center. Why didn't we make a podcast about this? I know. Or what? filmed any of it. What like did you send into space? Because, you know, they could create an intergalactic war. You well, think it, of it that. Was, it it was hasn't arrived of... yet, so it still could. Yeah. Okay. It, 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 was, it was the summer of 2008, so it was all George Sampson and Cheryl Cole. Mm. So they will think that they are, like, the deities of Earth. Yeah. If, um, <laughs> if we do start World War There was a four. disproportionate amount of images of George Sampson. Yes, yeah, worrying. Yeah. He just won BGT. You know, that... that Routine with him dancing in the rain. Yeah, don't remember. Huge yeah. so at the time. Um, people are going to come down. They come to me. and Go. Where's, where's George Sampson? I don't know. Who you're talking um, a lot of dick pics. People tried to get in there as well. But yeah. we, we had to. The brief out was like a snapshot of Earth today. Yeah. A snapshot of that, and they took that quite literally and just took a snapshot of their dick. Yeah, but that is that is more representative that is than quite George. Accurate. Sampson. Yeah. It was so. their whole Earth at the time. <laughs> really. And we wanted, so we had to go and meet celebrities and film them and ask them what they would send into space. Okay. Our face favourite one is we went to Sir Patrick... What's his the, last name? the late great Sir Moore. Patrick Moore's, Moore's house. house. Yeah. We went to Patrick Moore's house yeah. to ask him what he'd put into space. He came down on his standard stairlift, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did, yeah. And his maid came to the door and she said, would you like Patrick in his white shirt or his Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, We just the looked Hawaiian. at each other we were like, Hawaiian, Hawaiian. So he came down in this huge Hawaiian shirt. It wasn't a shirt. It was, it was like a, a flowing, a beautiful blouse, yeah. It was. 
That must have been some Stanis stairlifter. He was a big man. He was a, yeah, he was a big guy. He yeah. was huge. I mean, and every direction. As you can imagine, if you're um, a 14 year old in Bebo and you're a big fan of George Sampson, you're also a huge fan of Sir Patrick Moore. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, on the Venn diagram, that's who's in the middle. Um, yeah, brilliant. So, that's kind of where we learned what to do, uh, you know, as far as making or, or content. Not to do <laughs> yes. more accurately. Yeah. And it was our first kind of working together and learning how to work together. Yeah, and so and then so my dad wrote a porno. Came about when your dad told you that he'd written an erotic no, novel. No, no, he didn't novel. tell me. He he said that he was writing a novel, right, in the garden shed <laughs> when he was retired, um, which I was fully supportive of. Actually, yeah. so I thought, what a great way to keep him out of my mum's hair. And he'd never written anything. He'd ever written before. He was a builder, so yeah. he'd written, you know. Numbers on like <laughs> plywood in a, in a, in a pencil. Yeah, uh, but that was about it. Uh, but he, yeah, he didn't tell me what, what he was writing. So I just assumed it would be like a Bond ripoff or like a swashbuckling pirate kind of thing. And then he was like, "It's ready," because he's from Northern Ireland. And I was like, "Oh, great!" And he was like, "So I'm going to email your first three chapters and just see what you think." And I was like, "Okay, cool, great, can't wait." So then opened it and literally the first sentence is Belinda blinked. The job interviewer had just asked her to remove her jacket and silk blouse. And in that moment, my life changed forever. Because I knew that my dad had been writing pornography in the garden shed away from my mother. And he he hadn't even told her. Um, and so I was like, why is my dad sending me his only son, his pornography? This is so weird. You're the heir to it's the throne. Weird. Well, clearly. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I just immediately sent it to those two. <laughs> yeah, so we went to the pub. We went to the pub, didn't we? And then Jamie read it. He was like, guys, I've got something to tell you. We were like, oh, my God. He's gay. <laughs> um, if only. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Um, Great. Hey, James. Sorry. I've like, never I felt more like a third wheel. <laughs> and um, he, yeah, he was like, my dad's written this erotic novel. And we were like, <laughs> read, you have to read it immediately. It isn't even that he wrote an erotic novel or that it was a shit erotic novel or that, you know, it was bad at sex. He can't spell. Like, the grammar's wrong. Like, it's on every level, it's awful. And it was actually, I have Alice to blame for everything, actually. Well, we, like Jamie says, he brought it to this dinner and we took so long to read it he had three chapters and it's a short book it's about 60 pages long it's not it's like we call it a sexy pamphlet it's not a book <laughs> but it took us so long because we james and i just kept interrupting and jamie was getting a bit agitated he's like if you want me to get to the end you're gonna have to stop interrupting we were like but that's no fun uh, so let's go in again um and i because i'm selfish and self-aggrandizing was like can i have it and do a one-woman show and jamie was like yeah sure like i don't want it it's a piece of shit take um, it take it I'll hands and then we were like no we should like because we'd done all these projects together and done all these videos and just fun stuff for us we were like oh let's maybe it felt like it belonged in audio it felt like it should be a podcast and exciting stuff was happening in podcasting and we were like actually this is really good we should do this so we gave it a go yeah we convinced jamie they made me read my dad's pornography to the world (laughs) (laughs) chapter by chapter well i mean what's remarkable about it is it's i mean it's it's difficult, isn't it, to do a parody of something. Like, if, you, if someone was trying to parody an erotic novel, you would never get any of the stuff that's in this. It's someone trying their best to create an erotic <laughs> novel, and in doing so, creating comedy that you could never... I mean, like, that she works for 
steals pots, pots and, and pans. pans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just that, that you've sat down to write a book on the way she's going to work. She's going to work, A, she's going to work for someone that makes pots and pans, yeah. but also that's going to be what they would call the... <laughs> <laughs> I think what you're forgetting there, Richard, is that it's actually half erotic novel and half business manual. That's true. So he actually intended for you to learn a lot about entrepreneurship, and I feel like a lot of people have bought it for that very reason. Yeah. Um, we, we feel like there's been a lot of startups happening yeah. since, <laughs> since the podcast started. But it, I think it's, that's, that's the interesting thing about it, that it's, that it's real... And that it's obviously, it's deeply weird that it's your dad. <laughs> uh, so you. that's, yes. you know, because you would Please. think it might, because you've, you've done three series and there's a fourth series on the way. Yes. Yeah, and there's, he's written six books, has he, so far? Or? Oh, God, no, eight? Yeah, ten. Right. Pick a number, I don't know how many now. And so it's, it's sort of endless. It's going to go on as long as he keeps writing. Well, he'll keep on going yeah. until his last breath. <laughs> uh, whether we'll be there to join him on that journey, I'm not quite sure yet. That'd be quite a good, uh, the, the podcast after his final chapter when he's is a posthumous, <laughs> oh, chapter yes. be both funny and you know it's tragic as well. It'll be I'll you be crying, crying. <laughs> mainly think... because of the language in the book. Uh, but maybe like the dead. greats, he'll be more appreciated, like not yeah, in his maybe. lifetime. That's you it. Know. Mm. Maybe day. now we're laughing, and then after that, we'll be like, oh my god! In hundreds of years' time, people will be like, look, it'll be like Bebo. It'll be like the, <laughs> the pictures of George Sampson. Gleaser five eight one C will love this. <laughs> he says that though. He's always like, do you know what? You've all had your fun and games, but the thing is, is that. When you're older, you'll get it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think we will, Dad. Like, we're in our 30s. What more is there to get? Um, although saying that, he's in his 60s and he clearly doesn't get anything. So who well, knows? We'll, yeah, we'll get to that. But it's sort of interesting. I mean, it, I think it probably hits this exact... I mean, it's the, it's the, it's the combination of podcasting being a thing. So it's the, that is the perfect vehicle for it. But also that there is this self-publishing... You know, 20 years ago, there no one... Someone might have written a book, I suppose, but you would, it wouldn't, you know, it would just be hidden away somewhere in an attic. Yes. But, like, you can publish. My um, mother-in-law's brother-in-law, <laughs> this might be my podcast, uh, has been staying. And, uh, he's been staying at my mother-in-law's house for a month, and, okay. he's, and he's written a sci-fi and fantasy 80,000 words. Whoa. But he's never written anything before. I haven't seen any of it. It might be amazing. Uh, is, it might be. Yeah. Uh, but I thought I might do a podcast of my mother-in-law's brother-in-law's sci- <laughs> written wrote a sci-fi fantasy crossover <laughs> in a month. I mean, I've been trying to write in a, a sitcom. I've been trying to write a sitcom and I've written twelve words in the last month. <laughs> I sort of, as a professional writer... I really want to know what the 12 words are now. <laughs> They're not good. Uh, <laughs> they're probably just the characters' names, uh, which I know already. But, like, as a professional writer, it's sort of insulting that people think, oh, I'll just have a crack at this. Well, and then some of them are successful. <laughs> you say that. Yeah. However, we had Michael Sheen, the actor, come on the show, and he legitimately, like, and he meant this, compared my dad to Shakespeare... <laughs> Because apparently Hamlet was written in this like feverish rush of yeah. something that just inspired Will to like put Will, quill Will. to paper. Billy, um, Billy and he's like Rocky Shakespeare, they're just the same. <laughs> Obviously we felt we found fault in that particular <laughs> analysis, but you know, maybe yeah. it's good to get it just out in one go. Well it's, it's that's the amazing thing about being a new writer and being enthused. He's very enthusiastic and I I've not read any of this, so it could be you know, he could go away and become the new uh, yeah. Game of Thrones, it could be him. So, uh, uh, but uh, if it is, uh, he's, he recommends in the book that people come and see my stand-up because he came to see my show. <laughs> I think that's in the acknowledgements. I don't think that's part of the... It's the sci-fi element, clearly. 
he's a very sweet man. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's that enthusiasm just going for it. So it feels like having, you know, what I've heard of your father's work, that it's not very planned. No. Uh, that but, it, you know, it feels like, that seems you know, fair. I'm going to get to and then I'm going to decide what this character's called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget, we think or... sometimes he's called in for tea. Yeah. So he's, mid, he's writing something. You think he's kind of building up to something. And then Jamie's mum's like, Rocky, it's ready. And he's like, and she died. Okay. Uh, like, he just kind of has to wrap it up really quickly. And there's no quality control. Like, he doesn't, he finishes a sentence and then hits print. There's yeah. no <laughs> proofreading. <laughs> print and out. Done. Um, but, you know, there's something to be said for the fact that he did this in the first place. Yeah. He was a retired man. He had a dream, a weird dream, <laughs> but a dream nonetheless. A nightmare for many people. Clearly bored, I think. Um, I mean, the podcast is, a, is very affectionate, and, I don't, you know, and, it's, yeah. and it skirts the line of taking... I mean, obviously you're taking the bits, <laughs> uh, but you, there's obviously something enjoyable. And that's why, you know, I think it could easily get tired very quickly as a, as a concept, yeah. but it's really not. It's sort of, it's, it could. <laughs> it could. We'll put that because, on the poster. Because it's, <laughs> Richard Herring it could, could get tired very It quickly. could, but it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> entirely. There's not enough room on the poster for that. <laughs> no, the jury's but, out. <laughs> because, I mean, it's about your three personalities as well and the three of you chatting and getting on. Yeah. but uh, It really is, because we always say, don't we, it isn't, it isn't a show about porn or about, you know, my dad's porn. I mean, it's, it's more of a show about friendship and the fact that these two guys were willing to go on this journey with me and help me through this really, what could have otherwise been quite a traumatic experience <laughs> in my life. And so, and they're just the two funniest people that I ever met so I was yeah. like right if but for anyone this... who hasn't heard it it's also about porn so <laughs> do listen to it <laughs> I couldn't have done it with anybody other than these two for yeah. sure yeah has any of it ever aroused you <laughs> wow <laughs> no not yet maybe, maybe that's what he's gearing up for we quite fancied one of the characters yeah there's that... a guy called Peter Rouse who no no, Ma- no Marco Arriguez. oh Marco Arriguez, the Brazilian guy the Brazilian guy um... oh so the, okay just to give you a glimpse yes so there is a character who gets his penis extended. He, he has a transplant in the Amazon. Am- the Amazon Basin. Sorry, the Amazon Basin. That's all right, go. Mark, it turns out Marco Arriguez, the character that we think is quite hot, was the operator, did, did the this surgeon, surgery. Yeah. But she meets him when she's crashed a car in the Cotswolds, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that just gives you a sense of what we're dealing with. It was a, bo- it was a botched job as well, and the, it's kind of... It, uh, the, the, the member is flaking like pastry. It's just flaking away. She and gets a bit in her teeth. She gets a little she? bit stuck in her teeth, and, um, and he paid the extra... This is no lie. He paid the extra supplementary charge so that he could come blue. <laughs> His you semen would. is blue. If you're going to have it done, get the bells and whistles, yeah. if you'll excuse the part. I think they show this as like a colour chart. <laughs> what do you want your semen Yeah, a little Pantone. little Pantone chart. You'd go for taste, though, wouldn't you, rather than colour. I mean, you say, can I have it tasting of chocolate or fruit? Do you fruit? think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, that's... That... Would you? Yeah, would I think you? Would. <laughs> Did you say, or fruit? Or fruit, yeah. <laughs> something, something to make it palatable. To... I'd like uh, guava. Do you do guava? <laughs> no. Okay. Nice. If you eat a lot of fruit, it affects that. I, I know yes. quite a lot about the uh, sure. male genitals, which for some reason I know a lot about male genitals. Um, which and, and your father doesn't seem to know much about female genitalia, given that have you got three, two sisters, three, three sisters. sisters. So he's yeah, got four you'd children. Think he'd be well versed by now. I don't know, but it's weird, isn't it? It's, I mean, it's nice that Alice is there. It's like sometimes <laughs> yeah. you have to go over to Alice just to check yeah. what a vagina is like. Yeah. 
Yeah. Can you grab a cervix out? No, you can't. Good, cool. Carry on. Because there's vaginal lids. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's a yeah. misprint or... We, I lived in hope that it was. <laughs> he just got the P and the D mixed yes. up, but no, lids do make a reappearance. Um, so. I think he thinks the ovaries are kind of in line with the, with the cervix, doesn't he? It's like Everything's everything... linear, yeah. yeah, and just kind of one tower. Uh, also, he described... I think this is a Farrow and Ball shade, but something... Yeah. Didn't he say labial pinkness? Yeah. Which is pretty repulsive. Uh, although, I do think I might paint my bathroom in labial pinkness. Um, yeah, he's very confused. He either thinks it's all in a line or all kind of um, jumbled up in a bag that kind of moves as you walk. So he kind of knows it's there, but it's like a movable feast. It's just sort of like sloshing about. So it's, like, it's not yeah. fixed. Yeah. It is a mysterious thing, though. So it's difficult. You know, you can understand. Oh, yeah. You don't, you know, it's like a Bigfoot or something, isn't it? You only, get, you only see it Excuse me? from certain angles. When you see it, what it's fleeting. Certainly, <laughs> if you're having sex with a Bigfoot, it's like that. Are you describing it as the Sasquatch? <laughs> I'm saying it's similar. <laughs> In a micro-sheen comparison. I think you need to see the presentation I do on the, uh, on the female genitalia. You and Rocky, I'm going to sit you both down. <laughs> it's difficult. I've, you know, I've been around a lot, of, a lot of vaginas in my time, but I wouldn't what like to write about I wouldn't like to try and draw one. No, I mean, well, this is it. And we do mock him because... Um... Well, it's funny you say that. Bring on the easel. <laughs> A really weird game of Pictionary, <laughs> suddenly. Um, yeah, we give him a bit, a bit of a hard time. <laughs> Don't applaud it, it's not. Stop, please stop. But it's been, it's been a phenomenally successful podcast. I mean, like, you're touring it, you do live shows. And yeah, so there's we a, are. And there's an element where there's a sort of rocky horror show element where people come dressed oh as the my characters. God. Yeah, the cosplay is out of control. <laughs> in fact, just around the corner from here, the uh, Prince Charles yeah. Theatre, they do. Th- we were all in love with the room. Yes. We loved the yeah. room when we first discovered that. In fact, at university when we first met. And there are ele- elements a bit like that, yeah, yeah. where people um, interact. The cos- You're right, the cosplay it's is mad. Two people came as vaginal lids to a show, <laughs> didn't they? Did. Which was weird. Someone yeah. came as a clitoris. Yeah. Uh, some people are dressed as like concepts. So <laughs> a pub, yeah. someone came dressed as a pub, which is a location in the book. Yeah. What else the trellis, which is trellis. somebody at one point is handcuffed to a bit of garden wooden trellis. Yeah. Somebody came as this massive bit of trellis, which was initially impressive. And then everybody next to them was just like, oh, so they're getting like jabbed in the side with this of splintery wood. It was like, this is like a hour and a half show you're going to really regret so her fr- that her friend was then handcuffed to her as the tra- I mean it was, it was it went all the way down the line that costume it was amazing yeah, blue um, there was a time when uh, when the blue semen thing happened people would just run to the front of the st- stage and spray us with blue silly string <laughs> just yeah. cover- which got old quite quick yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> could be worse <laughs> yeah. 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 that's true could yeah. taste like apple yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> so, and being there's a drinking game uh, associated with the. Well, the I have to drink to yeah. get through it. <laughs> I'm finding it a little bit weird not having a drink with me right now. Just even talking you drink, about it needs uh, alcohol. Uh, yeah, which we because we've just come back from the states and we were a bit concerned whether they would partake in the drinking game or partake in kind of any of the more out there elements. But my God, they were insane. Yeah, like at Seattle, we had to be like escorted out of the theatre people were so mad weren't we we were thrown out is what he's trying to say <laughs> they booed us off um, yeah so yeah everyone gets pretty pretty 
pretty married, don't yeah. involved. Well, we yeah. get people up on stage to recreate elements of the book to see if things can actually happen, which yes. turns out they can't. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, what else I mean, are you do? doing new chapters when you do the live show, or are you doing fake no. chapters? No, so no, we don't. Well, neither. neither. So what we do is because uh, <laughs> my dad was so excited at the start of this whole thing, and he would just write so much crap. Um, as you can tell, because most of them ended up in the books. There was one chapter that even he deemed was too bad to include in any of the books. Right. I found that, and I now read it on stage. So it's, 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 it's a chapter that you'll never hear on the, on the podcast. We kind of okay. keep it purely for the live show. Um, and it's all about Belinda takes her, her subordinates on like a team-building away day. <laughs> and it is just carnage. There's one I mean, thing. There's oh one thing God. that team doesn't need is team no, building. Exactly. <laughs> no. And they They're are not bonded, bonded by the end of it. I tell you. And it's amazing what you can pack into a day. I tell you yeah. what, bloody hell. <laughs> but so you're playing America. You're playing. You're playing the Royal Albert Hall yeah. in June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. is. I mean, that's. This is phenomenally successful for you know for. for well, it's interesting that podcasts are getting this big. Obviously, they're heard yeah. all around the world. So you do. You know, I don't think I don't think I could play Seattle. I'm going to try it. I'm going to see how I go. Given I can't really play Wolverhampton, it's funny you say that because we sort of worried in reverse because I feel like Americans find it a novelty that that we're Brits talking about sex because they obviously think we're really prudish and they think of us as like Harry, Ron, and Hermione reading <laughs> porn. Um, so we're and we're doing a UK tour next. And I feel like that will be interesting because that's home turf there. That's like, okay, when your voices don't, don't excite us. Just because you've got an accent, we don't think you're yeah. related to the royals. So when we do these dates in the UK, I'll be interested to see how the reaction is different, America versus UK. So Yeah, because we did, we did Australia uh, a while ago as well. And they were like, they were, I mean, well, they're filth, as we all know. Also filth. Aussies. <laughs> I mean, they just didn't give a shit. They were they? just kind of having conversations amongst themselves Honestly, about it. Like the most unruly like... audiences we've ever had to encounter. So, yeah, we're, we're quite intrigued to see what home's going to be like, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. But it's sort of, that's, you know, it's so phenomenal that, like, a, you know, that often TV breaks someone to they can, they can tour to that extent. But for a podcast to break you is that you can tour within... I mean, you've been doing it like three or four years, something like that, or is it a bit longer than that? Yeah, uh, this is our third year. Yeah, third, I think, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that you can break to that extent. I mean, that's, a, that's an amazing, powerful... It is, it's crazy, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's almost like as powerful as Bebo, really. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we... <laughs> I should say, Bebo died not long after that project. <laughs> we ended Bebo's yeah, We terminated yeah. Bebo. It was sold for a dollar. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's mad, and I think... When we first started doing podcasts to now, as I'm sure you've seen, it's a diff- it's completely different, isn't it? It's like been mine is not different. Mine is the my, but well, the world- my, a my podcast is the, the same. But the world of podcasting, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry, Karen. I thought I'd get more for that, but they don't worry, Richard. Each episode is very different. Richard. They're furious. They're like, yeah, you could innovate a bit more. Actually, um, no, I mean, I, I mean the kind of the podcast landscape. Yeah, yeah, I no, guess no. it's like. Uh, we listen to a lot of American ones when we first mm. started making ours, but there seems to be so many good homegrown ones now. Yeah, it's really and exciting. it feels like quite a nice world to be in where, you know, you've very kindly invited us on here and people seem very up for collaborating on stuff. Yeah, and that's it's really a nice, nice community feel too. I know, I agree with that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's interesting. And coming from the world of comedy, that isn't always the case. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but that, I think it is, it's exciting to be able to do whatever you want to do, you know, yeah. to, to have an idea and run with it. And you might, you know, you might have taken this to a, 
production company and they would have gone, yeah, yeah. I mean, so will definitely. anyone like it? But you know, they so, so no. but you know, that's it. But it's, it, it's, it's an idea that you, you, you could just go, well, this yeah. is a great idea. And then you own the idea and then, mm. you, you know, and, and no one's changing it. Yeah, and you um, can do whatever you want, yeah, yeah. And, and do it at your own pace and say, yeah. you know, because I need a good run-up to do another series, yeah. just as, you know, it is my dad's pornography, so I'm hesitant <laughs> to jump back into it immediately, because everyone's like, where's season four? I'm like, give me a minute. I have, like, a whole kind of counselling regime to go through uh, before I can get back into it. So, yeah, and we have all of that control, which is great. And we've been really lucky, like, you know, we're, like, we're working TV and radio and stuff, so we've all brought different skills to the table, so I think it's all just fallen into place nicely. This book came into our lives, and, uh, yeah, it's felt like a, a natural fit. And we'll only ever do it for as long as we think it's right to do. Like you say, there's ten books. Yeah. We're on three, but after each one, we're like, should we... Jamie's, well, Jamie's mainly like, should we stop now? <laughs> we had our fun. Should we move on? I think if we're on book 96, we're like, something's gone horribly yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what are your dad's book sales like as a result of your podcast? Has it, has it gone through the roof, the, the, his um, Amazon sales? Oh, his e-books. Yeah. Um, he sold like three or four, hasn't he? I think, I think he sold his seventh, actually. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, he, he, middling to poor, I'd say. <laughs> um, you know, not in any way kind of embarrassing. Well, we wrote a not, book I know, about you did, his you, book. You've done your own book of the book. Yeah, so, that did well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you pay him some of the money from that? <laughs> of yeah. course. Yeah. Some of the money from all of it. Of course he does. Could you imagine? Dad, just keep working. Go in that garden shed now. Just keep, keep writing. Yeah, it's funny I like how the he idea takes of... the joke so well. Yeah. Well, they're... you know, there is a similarity with the room, and obviously Tommy Wazoo has become, like, properly bona fide, successful yeah. off the back of the room yeah. and is doing other films and, you know, is yeah, yeah, yeah. presumably making millions of dollars. So mm. I wondered if the same But he took a different route, didn't he? Because when people started... Um, enjoying slash mocking the room he was like guys it was always supposed to be a comedy yeah, yeah. Um, whereas your dad's like I still don't really get why people are laughing but cool yeah. it's cool but he's like whatever whatever gets those Benjamins <laughs> in I don't care um, yeah because he, he's he's the sort of man that it's impossible to offend him in any way he's just such a wind so up which, I mean we're really going for it now um, yeah he, he's just great he's just oblivious to it all it's great he's just got yeah whatever Joke's on you. Got a new car. Just bought a new car. Well, great. Good for you. That he's called Belinda, obviously. Has he? Yes. Personalised number plate? It's a really... Oh, it's like a, it's a really bright turquoise convertible. It's so embarrassing. He, like, bobs around town and he's so proud. I mean, bless him. There's a line in the book, um, her tits hung for you like pomegranates. Um, yeah. And he's now... Um, he's, he's got wallpaper with pomegranates on throughout the hall of the the house but my mum doesn't listen to the show so didn't know what that meant for a good six months and she was like what lovely wall but you've never taken an interest in the interior design of the house what a lovely pattern and then it took me coming home to be like mum you do know what he's put in the the hall there's a bag load of tit down your hallway (laughs) that was an uncomfortable Christmas (laughs) but there are some there's you know there are some lovely allusions and uh, imagery in the the nipples like three-inch uh, rivets that held the hull of the fateful ship, the Titanic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird to choose rivets from a ship that fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> if they're going they to compare nipples job, to rivets. rivets. Yeah. And also, when you're trying to be sexy, to allude to one of the most famous disasters yeah. and tragedies just, that we that we have in our consciousness. It's just exciting. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's like, I, I guess I'll just it's... cry while, while I do it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and you've got but George, my, my, our incompetent Sandman, who you met backstage, uh, is, uh, is, was impressed that you had lots of celebrity fans and he was saying, where's, where's your celebrity fans? And I said, John Ronson came to see the show the other week, so, you know, oh, think you. on. Uh, but you've, you've had, well, A, lots of celebrity fans and then they've appeared in the, in the podcast, on the Footnote mm. podcast. Yeah, they kind of... They ask us to be on the show because the first one was Elijah Wood and he, he kind of tweeted about the show. Um, and then we said, do you want to come on the show? Thinking that he'd be like, obviously not. It's pornography. <laughs> and then when he said yes, suddenly our DMs were dripping All with the perks people. came out from under the rug. Don't say dripping. Like, Daisy Ridley, she was like, I've just wrapped Star Wars. Can I come on the show? We're like, sure. Um, great. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been nice, hasn't it? To yeah. kind of have them asked to come on as opposed to us kind of stalking them. And they just, you know, they just... No agents involved, no PRs or anything like that. They just pop around with a bottle of wine, they stay for a couple of hours, <laughs> yeah. have a drink, we record. And it's, it's really nice. It's really weird. Daisy Ridley came out and was like, nobody knows I'm here. <laughs> she hadn't told her agent, she hadn't told, she hadn't told Disney. Like, it's like she wants to be murdered. It's like she wants to be murdered by psychos. I was, no one knows I'm here. If you're thinking of kidnapping me, <laughs> this would be an excellent time to do it. I'm just saying. This is your window. When is it going to come up again? <laughs> I'm amazed Ray was in The Last Jedi, to be honest. <laughs> Get rid of her. Um, no, that's great. That's, yeah, and they just add a really nice kind of flavour to the show because they, they kind of give an, kind of an external perspective on all of this kind of crazy stuff because we're so in it and we read it all the time that it's nice to have someone else be like, are you okay? <laughs> or what the hell? Like, your dad is mental. We they kind mainly of love Rocky, don't they? They mainly come oh, on to... God. Ask questions about Rocky. Yeah. It's an interrogation about Jamie's dad, really. Yeah. We gave Nick... Nicholas Holt came on the show, and um, he asked for a signed Rocky mug, which we gave him. His face. At a cost. Oh, my God. And then we went out for drinks afterwards, and every single bar we went to, he decanted his drink into the Rocky (laughs) mug and would only drink from the Rocky mug. Yeah, they are... Michael Sheen's met Rocky now, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, really? They're best friends. Are they? No. no. Uh, but <laughs> Dad thinks that they're best friends, which is quite sweet. Um, but yeah, no, they're, 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 they are lovely. Michael Sheen's given up acting, is it partly because of this? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get the role he wanted. Yeah, yeah. And are, is the film a, a genuine thing, or is the film a, a thing that you're talking about? Uh, when we were in America, we had meetings in LA about... Well, the thing is with this, it could be so many things. I mean, yeah. the obvious thing is making the Belinda Blinked movie. Yeah. Because we have our cast. Everyone who's been on the footnotes <laughs> has said they will play a role. They're verbally locked in, so... We still don't have our Belinda. We're still figuring out yeah. who will be Belinda. Um, but yeah, we're talking... Like, you know, obviously there's interest in a screen version, so we're just figuring out what that would be. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously, I mean, obviously. it just writes itself, doesn't it? Pornhub are very interested. <laughs> they actually are. They asked us to make it into a real porno. <laughs> Which was a weird conversation. Yeah, they wanted to dad. make a scene, Was it Pornhub? It was one of them, yeah. Oh, I don't know my I don't know my hubs. I don't know my yes, Pornhub's very Pornhub is That's, the, that's a good one, isn't it? That's my, oh, that's the legit Pornhub's one. my uh, there's too it's much your homepage. If you talk to Pornhub again, there's too much um, Fire people work. having sex with their siblings. I'm not oh. interested in that. What? I think that's probably because of your cookies. No, it isn't. It just keeps coming up. Right. That's the front page is all I fuck my so this step siblings, but I'm not interested. <laughs> I make it work, but it's not interesting to me. <laughs> 
have to imagine it's. I have to imagine it's two actors pretending to be singers. Right, right. And then, which it is. Which hopefully, I was going to say, hopefully, not pretending. Is. Yeah. Occasionally, there are twins though, and that that oh, freaks you out. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's all right though. <laughs> well, there's a pot. That's the exception to bringing its way to you. So, we'll, we'll get the message to you. <laughs> thank you. If you could. But they're very good. <laughs> they try their best, don't they? They do. It's very same, very same. There's a lot of just people having sex with each other, and it's a bit same with life, <laughs> isn't it? So I'd like them to do a bit more. Sto- I like the story. Do you watch the story? Really, I, don't really, I don't really like the. Don't really like the sex as much as just, just people you... having sex. <laughs> That's what I used to say to my mum about Power Rangers. I was like, I'm not watching it for the fighting. I'm watching it for the story because she didn't want us to watch it. And I was like, if I switch over during the fight scenes, can yeah. I still watch it? She was like, I mean, if you insist, but I don't think it's particularly compelling. So I feel yeah. like it's the same thing. That with is you. the same, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a good Power Rangers one there, there as well. Is. So yeah, this... <laughs> that green one was the right sore spot. I tell you what. <laughs> If you did it as a film, would you make the sex? You'd have to make the sex scenes kind of or like they are on when you're on stage, so that they don't work, wouldn't you? Well, I wonder if we commission, we get Rocky to actually write the screenplay. Oh he, he have him transfer it from really. Book yeah, to would screen. it be disaster artist? Would it be like looking at? It's hard, isn't it? You wouldn't probably just make a, a film of Belinda Blinks. Yeah, why you not? Don't... We could get Tommy Wiseau to do it. Oh yeah, to direct it. <laughs> make the call. Oh my god. It's He's madness. often just next door because he comes to the Prince yeah, Charles Day all the time. Just hang around outside there. A sad looking Greg Sestero next yeah. to him sometimes. He's a bit like, oh god. But not now. I mean he's written that lovely book, but He's done all right, hasn't he? He's done okay. Done they've done well. Well I hope that happens. If, there, if there's any uh paedophile postman turn up in the in the story <laughs> That's my speciality. As an actor, as an actor, as an acting role. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I've seen you on Silent Witness playing that role. I'm trying to get into it. So far, it's in none. Well, I was in one sitcom as a postman, but I wrote that. And he wasn't a paedophile. He fancied Julius Waller. That's just normal. (laughs) Uh, That's what a normal person would do. But I I was trying to get to be a postman in every sitcom going. That's great. Every sitcom going? Yeah. But no one's put me in one yet. <laughs> so I'll go for a, a, a porn film parody. No. Or a porn film. If it happens, you're in there. Okay, great. <laughs> so don't wait by the phone. <laughs> so, Alice, you're the one who has the a career outside of this. These other two are <laughs> a real job. These other two are lost. We do have jobs. No, I don't. No. You, all I could I find out about you, you're a 19th century shoe merchant. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> people need shoes, don't they? <laughs> the 19th, I see you wearing the, some. The people in the 19th century certainly do. Um, you were one of the voices of... We worked on Big Brother's the, the, the show, TV show, but yeah. you were one of the voices of Big Brother. I was a few times, yeah. yeah. They How, call it the voice of God. I mean, I think that's slightly overstating it, but... <laughs> yeah, where you buzz through to the house and go, can you put some pants on, please? <laughs> or, like... <laughs> You're in trouble, yeah. Did you have to talk to them in the diary room, or was it just... Yeah, a bit yeah. of that. I didn't, I didn't do the... Lo- you know when they do the sort of, like, long chats when people need a ball in their eyes out and stuff? I didn't do that, because it takes quite a long time, doesn't it, to, like, win them round. <laughs> so I just more did, like, can you please unblock the sink? Thank you. <laughs> your, your, ba- your mic's run out on your, your batteries pack. Yeah. yeah. So you I, got... just did, I just did the admin, basically. Yeah. Someone's left the door open. They're like, oh, it's that, it's that really sado one again. He was like, uh, you're letting all the heat out. Close the window. Yeah. Do you have to say this is Big Brother before you say all of these? That you This is Big go... Brother speaking. Unblock the toilet. <clears throat> Hello, Richard. You have to do that. Yeah. Like, and be like a robot. Cool. Hello, that's, Richard. That's what I like. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> 
paedophile postman. How are you? Uh, that's, that's not part of it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, different, a different genre. And you work on... I used to have a show on Radio 1. You work on Radio 1. We're both DJs. Yeah, DJs, yeah, as my yeah, mum says. DJs, yeah. Are you saying? DJs. DJs. I think she thinks... Yeah, I think it's only when it's a verb. So she said... Are you going to DJ at it? <laughs> I think she says DJ, but DJ is the DJ verb. Is yeah. quite good. Um, yeah, when, when was your show? I did listen, but remind me when it was on. Uh, it was, I don't think you, I'm not sure you were born. <laughs> uh, it was in, <laughs> generally, I think you just were born. It was in 1992, probably, was my show. Oh, six? Yeah. yeah. Were you up at 10 o'clock at night yes. listening to Radio 1? Yes. <laughs> listening to the false Rod Hull on Radio 1. <laughs> might be 93, 94, might be somewhere like that. So, yeah, you might have been. Are you looking to the front row to confirm? Yeah, these guys will know. They're obsessed with me. Blank face. She's shaking her head. (laughs) She doesn't like me at all, this lady. (laughs) She was saying how someone wouldn't come back from have sex with me if I was a robot. (laughs) (laughs) Very very offended. Was there some quite hardcore heckling before we arrived? (laughs) Well, just it was hardcore shaking of the head. Oh, right. uh, That's worse. It's worse. just... that's like, worse than someone heckling. I'm not even heckling. committing this to words. I'm just going to shake my head at you. <laughs> um, and I worked on MTV as well. I did MTV oh, Hot so in 1990. Alice, you are looking at the future of your life right here. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is a this date. Is this like, where you'll be. <laughs> where there's a real age gap and he's really I presented Top of the Pops. I'm one of the... I've never I'm one done of the, that, you no, see. I'm one of the non-pedophile... <laughs> <laughs> so far, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, my You only God. play Tough pedophiles in fiction. Yeah, I'm doing that. Wow, so we've done the same job always. Yeah. But just a a short period apart. (laughs) 45 years apart. Um, When we did, when we did, we were on this morning with Richard and Judy. We were guests on that when we were doing our show, Fist of Fun. And the Spice Girls were were on the same episode, so we were very excited. And Scary Spice came in and went, Oh my God, you're the guys from MTV Hot. We'd literally done it for one week. <laughs> she rang her boyfriend. We had to sign a post-it note that she then stuck to her bare midriff. Oh my God. Wow. It was very exciting. The heady lights of this morning. <laughs> and Posh Spice was going, sorry, I don't know who you are. Sorry. And we go, it's okay. We're you're the Spice of, <laughs> We're sort of a we big were, deal, we were, but it's okay. We stood in for a week. <laughs> <laughs> what a, for an obscure new show on MTV. Uh, the best day of my life. So, uh, <laughs> I wish I could go back to I that. Was, I was actually about to be like, what were Richard and Judy like? <laughs> yeah, they, met again, I met, so we met Richard and Judy and the Spice Girls. It might have been a dream that day. Right? That, sound, that sounds like my Tom Baker dream. <laughs> now I think about it. Uh, they were... They were well. What was interesting when we, we went on once because then we did a show called This Morning, which is not Julian. Then they didn't like us because they thought we well, we were slight, lightly taking the piss, but only for a second. Um, talking about shoplifting and alcoholism. Only that was it. That was it. Um, Schofield wouldn't even raise an eyebrow at that nowadays. <laughs> no. um, but they were nice. But they said to us beforehand, um, they're going to ask you about things that kids can do in this because you know we had a young one said that kids can do for the summer holidays. It was the summer right. holidays. So come up with three like jokes about that or three funny things about that. And then, so I said, okay, we'll do that. And then Richard said, Richard went, right, you guys are so funny. You could make a joke about anything. Make a joke about, and then he mentioned one of the things. And we hadn't written jokes. We'd written things that would work in the the format. So he thought he'd prepared us. (laughs) You guys could just ad-lib a joke about anything. And then the thing we had wasn't really like Also, the greatest setup to doing a story. (laughs) You guys do amazing jokes about everything. Do a joke. (laughs) And Judy watched, obviously didn't know who we were, watched one clip. She was probably drunk. One clip of us. (laughs) (laughs) On shoplifted booze. And uh, she... uh, (laughs) 
Allegedly. <laughs> Come and sue us. Uh, and um, no, don't, don't. They allegedly, allegedly. Um, <laughs> that'd probably be good for us. I can get these guys involved. They've got some money now. Uh, they could, they could bank, bank wrong me. What was going to say? Oh, she said she watched a clip, but she obviously hadn't seen it and said, "It's just comedy about nothing, really, isn't it?" That oh, was that. so. We put, we put, the, <laughs> we put that on our posters. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> accurate. Cutting, so damning from Finnegan. It was a great day. It was a great day. Um, do you think it's possible that we are all robots and we don't know we're robots? Oh. I'm so glad you brought it up. Um, oh. I don't think so. Is that the right answer? Well, I don't know, because you wouldn't know, would you? You would, you've been programmed to think that You're you so wouldn't right. think so. So that's exactly what you would say if yeah. you were a robot. You, you have no freedom of thought, Alan. Oh, my so God. Because I woke up the other morning and my throat went beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Did it? Yes. Did it? I woke up just the right guy. I wasn't. It went right in the, right there where your mechanics where the panel would be. Would be. <laughs> where it would be. Yeah. yeah. Where logic beep, would beep, say beep. it would be. Like at four thirty, he wasn't expecting to be awake. It was just like re- rebooting or something. <laughs> I went. Beep, beep, beep. I love that you're th- you think we're really uh, complex robots, but it still goes a beep 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 when it resets. <laughs> we must keep this secret, but unfortunately, when it resets over morning, it has to go a beep beep beep. Let's hope they're always asleep when it happens. Can't we program to be asleep? Yes, we can. Okay. But what if one day it goes? Well, it could be the case. Um, You've really made me rethink that. Good. If you three had to be in a human centipede together. <laughs> Who would go? Who would, do you, do who you would mean, go where? Do you mean for charity or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Comic relief. Yeah. yeah. Comic relief. <laughs> Sport relief. Um, oh my god. They could do something where they, you had blue poo coming through. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It tasted well, we would of make chocolate. a lot though. Can you imagine the number? It would be like you know when they do like oh eight hundred centimeter or whatever. We would make a lot for charity. Oh, yeah. For the kids. We'd it's comic relief for the kids. No. That's children in need. Children in need. No, do don't do it for children in need. Um, <laughs> All telethons are open for consideration. Um, sorry, I was just thinking about it the whole time they were talking. I was like, the front, for sure. I yeah, want to well, be you don't front, want to go at the front, you? but how would well, you... We're all going to want to go I don't front. think with human centipedes it's a shotgun situation. No, James like, there's definitely one that I want. Oh, so what? what? Well, the person in the middle has it the worst. Yeah, so Alice, you can do that. <laughs> to be fair, I do do the least work on this project, so yeah, I should probably do that. <laughs> You're at the end. But, yeah, I, I think the person on the end has it. Pretty bad. Pretty bad, yeah. You, well, there's I mean, no, it's not there's good no for anyone. great position, yeah. is there? The front's all right. You get to eat food and poo as normal. If I was going to have to be have my mouth on someone out of the two of you, it'd be you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what, Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> that's genuinely the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Um, so um, just to clarify, yeah. if I'm in the middle, I'm not saying I will be yet. Yeah. Um, do you, are your arms your own? Can I be doing like watercolours and stuff? Can I... I mean, your arms are your own. Yeah. Yeah, you are slightly beholden to the... Yeah, location the, the, the of the decision. Well, the decisions of the other two. Yeah. Because obviously they can... Yeah. But I could prepare food which would probably be less... <laughs> That's <laughs> true. ...awful for me. Yeah. So I, like, if they were like, oh, we really want to have like this really rich dinner, I could yeah. be like, I've actually prepared this much healthier option and that, and that might be slightly better for I think me. it'd be quite hard to prepare Food. Yeah. <laughs> there would be a certain amount of you'd have to I'm a very mumble <laughs> instructions. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you. Sh- I don't know how much. I've never seen the film. 
I have no interest in watching it. Is there a cooking show? That... Oh, no, no, you, no mean the, you mean the human centipede. Oh, right. So if they're there... Um... <laughs> I said julienne the vegetables. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. Or whether it you know, even might work as a kind of megaphone... Oh, yeah. Straight through. Yeah, straight through. <laughs> so we can still do the podcast. That's great. Brilliant. I feel like we came to a conclusion quite easily on yeah, that one. Was, it's almost Everyone's done. quite happy with their location. <laughs> um, all right, this, I'll, I'll ask you some sex-based questions. I have a few. Oh, God. What is the worst music you've ever had on whilst making love to someone or that someone else has put on? Oh, have you ever done it where... Um, I've never done it, stuff. no, so... But you know when you've oh, watched a DVD and then it's yeah. gone back to the menu screen, so it just oh loops on the, on the same sort of, like, 15-second loop yeah. of music. What DVD? Oh, I'm trying to think what DVD. I actually can't... It's happened numerous times. I actually can't think what DVD. But it's awful because you realise after a while and then you're really distracted because it's like... Like directors, comment, you kind of have a glance at what the options are, and you're like, I would actually quite like to look at <laughs> deleted scenes. Amazing, I'd quite no. like to see that. Commentary. <laughs> it's got Scorsese narrating your sex life for you. I see. I think anything super. Uh, it's difficult to concentrate. I think on sex as it is without anything distracting. Yeah, uh, and it I don't. You, you know. Yeah, well, it puts you off, and it does. Some people need distraction because they. Too, it's too rapid for them, so they, they, they're trying to think of things. But it's, oh, well, then not, stick on the DVD. That's not my, that's not my yeah. problem. I've sometimes no. heard music through the ceiling from oh, upstairs, and oh, that's yeah. really distracting, where you're like, God, that's dog shit, what they're playing. Yeah. Chosen, focus then. on the job. Focus yeah, yeah. The job. The job. Alice. I had, yeah, someone like Peter Gabriel and that Peter Gabriel and Kate Bush <laughs> oh. song playing from, from next door once. Oh, <laughs> you reminded me of that. My, 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 my genuine one, which I've mentioned a few times, is Enya Sail Away. I had to have sex to Enya Sail Away. It's really difficult. It's a long yeah. fade on that. Yeah. <laughs> there's just nothing, there's nothing to get a hold of. No, <laughs> Where's the tempo to match? <laughs> it's the one piece of music with no percussion in it no, whatsoever. Yeah. Was it drifting aimlessly. <laughs> was it sad and very sensual? It was, well, it was not good. It was not, I mean, it's rarely good with me. Although it's quite but... old, so it's probably like a seven minute radio edit. It's probably quite long. Yeah. That's not my problem. I've explained that to you already. <laughs> <laughs> not... My problem, if anything, is the other direction. Okay, all right, okay. all right. So I don't need to be... I don't have a problem. If I had a problem, it would be me making sex last too long. <laughs> That's my. What would you say your worst quality as lover is? I think just, just my sustainability is just incredible. <laughs> Plus, I lose my erection quite regularly. Mm. Oh, that's, that one's worse. Sexual sustainability you... is a weird <laughs> phrase. Are you an eco-lover? <laughs> you're a character in my dad's books <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but when you're older, you'll understand. Yeah. That's the thing I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> when I was 30, oh my goodness. But yeah. You've got, you got kids and it's, uh, yeah. life's terrible. Was that, were any of them enjoy... conceived to Enya? How do you know? <laughs> they were, don't, I hope not. If, they, if I conceived a kid to Enya, I've got a... Uh, tw- it might be you, 28, 28 years old. <laughs> Is your mum an Australian called Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Used to work yes. at Cheddar Caves. <laughs> and she's here tonight. <laughs> oh, well, I might seen her again. She was good. She was nice. Apart <laughs> <laughs> from the Enya. The Enya Sounds like she had an awful time. <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> 
She was just trying to make it more difficult for me, that's all. Uh, have you ever improvised a condom? Some another of my sex. Well, you, you're an eco-lover, so probably a banana skin or... <laughs> Uh, what, do you, what do you mean with like a sandwich bag? Yeah, well, some people have, you know, someone has had sex with a crisp packet, I read, and this, I think that's what inspired oh my God, this. You're joking. Or a, or would, a chocolate wrapper. It couldn't I mean, be a kettle foil, so It couldn't be kettle chips, so could it? It'd have to be like walkers. <laughs> I think get crisps are just a, a danger for whoever's in the. You're really. Well, in the, the crisp side. Yeah. I mean, I think the but crisps also, are taken out. So but there's still, there's still some residue, isn't there? But sharp edges, yeah. crisp packet. That's yeah. not good for anyone. Well, do you have to do that, you know, when you. Get the last crumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but, uh, sorry about her. It's so sorry. It's, it's good advice if you haven't got a condom. That is certainly true. <laughs> there you go. That's safer than the crisp packet. What but, else? What else could you use apart from a crisp packet? A, a uh, cling sock? film. Cling um, film. Like right. some kind of vegetable wrap. Some kind of like I would say the uh, outside of a sweet corn. You can <laughs> probably weave something Come out of that. Come on. The crisp packet one, though, God. I'm just picturing how depressing that is when you go... If you, if you, are, if you want it to be comfortable, and like you say, eat the crisps first, so you scoff <laughs> loads of crisps, yeah. there's the like, crunchy crumbs left, so you neck those, then do you like, rinse it out in the sink? This is already, somebody's already yeah. totally put no, Lick and dab. Just dab it oh, in the licking, corner yeah. and get yeah. it all out. That's part of the foreplay, is licking. Until your tongue's touched. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get an elastic band. <laughs> oh, no, we've opened up the... We've done it too. We've oh, pulled the crisp back flat. Like you're doing a pub yeah. to share. We were sharing. Oh no, we've done yeah. family style sharing. We'll now we can't have that. End up eating so many crisps. <laughs> so, you know, isn't bad. I would it's say bad, the but, yeah. um, the lock and the ziplock bags are quite strong, aren't yeah. they, for a thrust? <laughs> but I can't think of something that's like biodegradable. Yeah. I wouldn't say a corn on, corn on the corn cob. On. That's just fully settled on my brain. The husk of a corn That's on the cob. That's quite rough as well. A, uh, banana could, skin? Like an, a banana skin? Yeah, banana skin might work. That'd you could nice. hollow out a cucumber. That's something... Yeah. But are you going to whittle it once you've already started for... Are you like, excuse me one second? Prepare it. Prepare put it, in the, it. Put it in the fridge. And is it chilled? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the... I did, I did a book called Talking Cock and a show called Talking Cock and I asked where's the most... Where, where have you put your penis for fun? And inside a hollowed out cucumber was one of the... <laughs> but, you know, like, if you've, got, if you've got a cucumber in your horny, you'd stick it up your ass. You're not going to... You're not going to hollow it out. Is that a cracker joke? I feel, like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Oh, do you remember when um, those yogurts were in tubes? What was it called? Oh, um, From Ashtray. Fruit. 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 If you had a very long, thin, very... Like, yeah, that's very it. thin. Very yeah. thin. Then that would be perfect. I make a joke about condoms being like vaginal fruits as well. So there you go. So, I do. You, oh, sorry, yeah. I've totally stolen that. No, it's good. No, what no, like no a cheese string. Oh, cheese string. That was good. Similar. They'd have to be so <laughs> narrow. But I'm talking about. You know, some people have very. If narrow you've got a frub like <laughs> cheese string. Yeah, but X. cheese string's not as thin as a pepperami. That's very. Thin. The, the pepperami's tiny. Yeah. Very needle-like. <laughs> that would work for some people. Some people have pepperami-sized penises. Yeah. Some people have Coke cans. I know all about pepperami. Yes. <laughs> that that long and that thin. Yes. Come on. Are you insane? What porn I've are heard, you watching? I've heard tell. <laughs> they don't put them in porn. That's the important films. They put all the same gargantuan right. film from beneath thing penises that make uh, uh, lesser men than me feel inadequate. <laughs> for me, I'm thinking. That looks I familiar. F- I, I film mine from beneath. <laughs> that's how I. Right. You just got to film yours from beneath. But is that, is as that you're the, looking, that's, at, that's the trick. And have it? it on a screen. <laughs> <laughs> Link it up. It's pretty right. good. Good to know. Oh, shave your pubic hair. 
Then that looks bigger. So no, these are just uh, what these tricks of the trade. These are tips yeah. from my book. These are wonderful. What is? And then stick they... them to your notebook, apparently. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you had to have sex with um, a right-wing politician, hmm. which mm. would, which right-wing politician would you choose? That's a good Ooh. one. Um, We're out of the centipede now, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. Well, if, yeah. <laughs> depends which one you choose. Some of them might put you in. Um, have you got one in like, mind? Have you got one? No, I was. I think there was some Sarah Palin. She was hot. Oh, Sarah she Palin. was quite sexy, yeah. wasn't she? She was like an ex-beauty queen. Yeah, and didn't then she? Then current fascist. She had those nice specs, didn't she? She had a nice yes. pair of specs. Um, oh yeah, you've shotgunned a really good one yeah. there. You could have John Major. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you like Edwina He's Cole. not right-wing anymore, not compared. So he's comparatively centrist now. Oh, so now I've just said I'll have sex with John Major. Um, <laughs> That's you've got to go for Farage. For no good reason. Farage or the bloke from the... Farage. The bloke with the, the hot girlfriend from UKIP, Bolt, Henry Bolton, you can have him. Oh, oh God, do we have to pick... Um... Farage for the story, no? <laughs> <laughs> I <You>. fucked Farage. <laughs> Headline, right? Is there a sexy Trump? Is there one of the Trumps that's sexy? Uh, well, Melania's Melania's a good-looking lady, but, not, but she's not a politician. No, though. she's Ivana's not. a, a nice-looking young woman. But you're Ivanka. right; they're just they're, they're, they're just the daughter hang, of the hangers daughter, on, aren't they? Ivanka, Ivanka. Yeah, yeah. She is also Ivanka. the devil incarnate. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Jared Kushner's the nicest-looking. If you're into. People who like Damien from the Omen. <laughs> <laughs> who who so lives at 666. He lives at a bit, he's built, he owns yes. a building which is 666. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixth Street. <laughs> Hell. Town. <laughs> yeah. Do you know I think it'd be perfect for Alice? Yes. Jacob Rees-Mogg? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yes. oh you'd, he's right up your street. Now, I'm not saying no to that. Lovely, yeah. Thin? Ever so thin. He's like a pepperami. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. Top hat? Oh, yeah. I think we'd have a lovely time. We just wouldn't do too much chit-chat because <laughs> I think we'd, we'd have a little argument, wouldn't we? But, yeah, thank mm. you. Thank you no, for you're that. You're welcome. Quite the gift. Thank yeah. you. So you've, gone, you've gone Farage. Farage, Mog. <laughs> Palin. Palin. <laughs> Why the three? Well, the I mean, again, you're stretching them. politician. But still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she's, is she, is she, yeah she's, she isn't a politician anymore. She, she's just... Back to soccer mom. Yeah. A pit bull. Good choice. Um, what is the strangest thing you've ever found in the embers of a bonfire? <gasps> wow. Um, Actually, a hedgehog. It's not that strange, no. but it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, a Barbie. Was it a dead? Was it completely dead, or was it, it was, partially alive? I think it was dead. Okay. It was quite charred. But we were. Oh, we it were, was delicious. It was <laughs> crispy on the outside, gooey in the middle. Um, no, we, were, we then were very good, very stringent with our hog checks. Yes. I'm surprised it lasted. Like, it would have just thought we'd just well, burn I, up with everything else. You, you hear it, so you <gasps> search for it. Oh, no. <laughs> How, what, was it scream or...? <laughs> yeah, what did, what did it sound <laughs> like? Good God, no! <laughs> uh, no, I can't remember. I, I still remember I the screams. <laughs> <laughs> but they do tell you. They used to tell you a lot on Blue Peter to check, didn't they? Yeah. yeah and they, they meant did. it. They, they meant it, people. So we're actually not going into bonfire season now, but just be aware for when it comes around. <laughs> oh, God, that's... Look at it. But you say hog checks, it makes... Like sound like checking for any kind of hog. In the, <laughs> if there's a hog in there, and you miss that, you I see mean, the wing mirrors. <laughs> we do a hog check and a mog check yeah. because he hangs around waiting. He will now. I live in the countryside now, and they all basically just eat anything. So we went around, we went around to a farm so my daughter could see some lambs. 
We saw a lamb basically being born, which I talked about the other week. But um, they were talking about how you know, if a deer gets run over, they can get it taken to the abattoir and skinned, and then they'll eat it. Oh, yeah. well, that's what you do in the countryside. Yeah, you live by your wits. Yeah, yes, I did. My my friend Phil, who when he, we grew up in the countryside, he lives in Hammersmith now. But uh, he's he's told some. He was around my house and told my wife and her friend about how he'd seen a rabbit run over and then gone and got the rabbit and skinned it and eaten it himself. I thought it was very impressive. It, the, the women were not as impressed yeah. by the story. I once edited a documentary about a woman who would just follow roadkill around the country yes. and make pot stickers yeah. out of them, like little dumplings. She'd follow it. Surely it's <laughs> very still. Yeah. Well, just follow various roads that she knew were rife. Or good ones. Yeah. yeah right. And she'd just like, scrape it up, take it back to a little grotty caravan. She was a little bit odd, that yeah, we Yeah, we did that we together, together, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, it was a squirrel she did. She like, skinned this squirrel and made little dumplings. Looked delicious, yeah. I have to say. You could put anything in a dumpling, really, and you'd eat it, couldn't you, really? Yeah. yeah. They're so good. I probably would have a squirrel dumpling. You've probably eaten it before. Anything with a dipping sauce. <laughs> Get extra nuts as well in a squirrel. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you look so pleased. <laughs> I'm pleased about everything. I'm pleased about everything. I'm just pleased to be talking to a woman. Phil <laughs> 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 Fry. Um, good. What is the, well, this is a good question. What is the, I don't think I've asked this before. What is the most humiliating thing you've ever done for chocolate? And uh, this weekend has just been Easter weekend. I, yeah. uh, I've given up chocolate, but last night my, my mother-in-law gave me a lint bunny. And I thought, well, I'll save that for when I'm eating chocolate again. Ate the whole thing in bed last night. <laughs> <laughs> Felt so sick. Ears first. Yeah, ears first. Yeah. And it's too thick. I'm feeling sick. I think, yeah. I think it might have put me off chocolate because I just... That's my Great. theory. That's good. Well, I, I do that every now and again, then I just forget, and then I'm back. <laughs> it's relapse. when you take the little, you know, the elasticated necklace with yeah. the bell on it. When you take that off, you're like, I'm just going to bosh this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. There's no wrapping this back up in the gold foil. <laughs> I'm going ears, and then it's gone. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I, you know, I keep convincing myself that I can open any pack of chocolate <laughs> and not eat the whole thing, and it, that, is, that has never happened. Even last night, I thinking, I'll put that there, and I'll have that later. Yeah. I'll eat the ears, and then I'll leave it. And there's, I was listening yeah. to a podcast, eating. <laughs> <laughs> My sister puts a half-eaten like bar of chocolate in the fridge. Yeah, that's Who the fuck crazy. does that? That's Psychopaths. Definitely not you Madness. and I. No, absolutely. No, I can't way. buy Nutella anymore because I do just eat it with a tablespoon. Nutella and it's, and it's gone. Yeah. Jars of Nutella. Yeah, I could. I could. I would say yeah. easily three jars. I could bosh. In a night. I mean, I wouldn't go out and get another one, but if they were in the house, <laughs> I, I would. If you'd stockpiled, yeah. can I move Alice's position in the human <laughs> <laughs> Actually, quite delicious. <laughs> right, well, we're, 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 we've, this has passed by so quickly. I don't, I'll, I'll ask you one more stupid question, and then I'll see if I've got any more serious questions for you, and then you can go. That's how it works. I love doing an agenda at this point um, in the show. Yeah, yeah. And then AOB, and then you can fuck off. Unless, unless you know, you're very entertaining, in which case, or Karen, unless you're Al Murray, in which case, no one's going home tonight. <laughs> the people at home won't even know. Um, what film or story would you like to see remade by the Muppets? I mean, this might be the answer Ooh. for your film. Yeah. yeah. Belinda Blake, <laughs> sure. Oh, my oh God. God. Could you imagine? <laughs> Miss Piggy is Belinda. <laughs> It's what Jim Henson would have wanted. It really is. Fawzi Bear. Oh, God. That's Jim Sterling. Oh, my God. Oh this my is amazing. God. You, have to, have one, you have to have one human being in it. And I'm not sure the Muppets. He might do it. 
The, the, I've, I met the puppeteers behind the Furchester Hotel, which is a, a Sesame Street-based spin-off. Oh, right. And they're fucking nuts. They're great. <laughs> they're nuts. The people who made, do the puppets yeah, yeah. would definitely be up for it. I think so. Yeah. Did, I don't know the people who own the rights to the puppets might not be so up. Is it always the same hand up each one? <laughs> like, are you, are you pig, Miss Piggy forever? Yeah, uh, yeah they do, they've changed over because a few of them... Change hands. They've changed like people doing them. The current Kermit, I think, is can't I can do the Kermit voice better than him, and this is as good as I can do it. Hello, I'm Kermit. That's still better. That's, that's better than the current Kermit. Um, no offence to him. He might not get him in the film now. I've ruined it. I really want that to happen. Yeah, that's, I think that's a good idea. We'll, we'll, I'll sort, we'll sort that might that be out. the only way it will happen. Yeah. <laughs> do we? Do you have to have? Because who's usually in? Who's in the Christmas card? Bill Murray. Who's in the... Oh, that's Scrooge. No, you're, no that's, you're thinking of Michael, Michael Caine. Michael Caine was in one, Michael but they Caine. Michael Caine. Caine. Yeah, so they have, usually they have a few a human few beings. People, I only yeah. watched it like a year ago. I'd never yeah. seen it. I, I, oh, my God, the gasp. <gasps> <gasps> you poor child. Yeah, I'd never seen it. And it's, it's very it's good. So it's good. lovely, yeah. It's very good. Are um, there any rude puppets? Like, there's Avenue Q, which was like a rude yeah. me- puppet oh, yeah, musical. Yeah, yeah. Was there a rude movie with puppets in as well? You've been no, on the you same could do. Thing. You could do it with puppets. I think puppets might be the well, way forward. I want Miss Piggy and Kermit. Yeah. <laughs> I just want any old puppet. Like. Are they uncoupled? Are uh, they consciously uncoupled, Miss Piggy and Kermit? I think it depends on the film. I think they just okay. Flip. They would come They're back together. I don't think it's been consummated. Although actually, in um, Muppet Christmas Carol, they have little the boys are frogs and the yeah. Yeah. girls are pigs. That's how it works. <laughs> 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 it's that way for. <laughs> <laughs> If a frog, frog fucks a pig, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, look, we'll, we'll, we will. Look, the, the tour looks very exciting, and the Albert Hall must be very exciting to be doing the Albert We're Hall. We're very excited. I heard your podcast about you've been to the Albert Hall to look round. Yeah. Yes. And did a podcast from the Albert Hall. Mm. We did. They let us in, so we yeah. know that we can still get in. Cirque du Soleil <laughs> were on. So, right. they, so they were in the middle of their run. Yeah, and they must have been annoyed you doing a podcast in the middle of it. Sharp! <laughs> <laughs> we got all tangled in the wires. It was awful. <laughs> but their set is yeah. it's pretty yeah. posh. We want to nick the set. Like what what set it. do you have? It's pretty show. much this. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't have a set. Hall, so yeah. we think for You've the got to get a set Albert. for the Royal Hall. Yeah. We want to get like a big... What do you mean get a set? We've got to build one. Yeah. Got to give people spectacle. You can't have 5,000 people watching you from Royal Boxes. Yeah. I'm just yeah, sitting we... on some chairs like this. I'd be in the Albert Hall if it wasn't this is just after four chairs. We might just we might buy the Cirque du Soleil on cheap and yeah. then just spray it or something. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, have yeah. to look different. Or have fun. Rocky come down on wires. Yeah, that would yeah. be nice. That'd be cool. No. Um, but yeah, we're thinking about like a, a band or something, aren't we? We're gonna have like a live An orchestra. A band. Yeah, 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 we're thinking of doing that. There uh, are, wow. It's quite an active show. So it's not a live it's not a live podcast, it is a show with yeah. Singing and not literally singing and dancing. Or maybe we are maybe singing we and dancing for the Royal Albert Hall, yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna film it in the in the Royal Albert Hall? Uh, we'd like to. Yeah. James's mum will do it on her phone. We'll probably it's use quite that. Quite soon. Something. You've got to make some decisions about what this show's going to be. <laughs> Thank oh, you. You can't just turn up and improvise the show just because you do that with your podcast very well. Um, it's oh, very we can't. Oh, so this is the first I've heard of it. Royal Albert Hall. Are we doing it? <laughs> All right. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Sure. We'll do it. <laughs> Give it a crack. <laughs> Um, no, we don't like to say too much because there are some like really nice surprises in yeah, that. Sure. And if you've never heard the podcast before, then it's still really good fun because this is like, like Jamie said, this 
kind of chapter that just sits on its own. Because with the books, you could really read the chapters in any order. You could go like one, six, eleven, two. Because yeah. there's not really a narrative. There's no plot Nothing at all. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, you it's, missed anything. You just come to the live show. It's yeah. pretty raucous. It's a really, it's really good fun. And I think sometimes when people bring plus ones they sort of leave like what the fuck was that but that's quite a good way to leave the theatre right I feel like that's a but good but then are always fun to have in the audience because yeah. they don't know what to expect but they get completely rat arsed <laughs> <laughs> they're so worried that they might be called up on stage at any moment yeah. but maybe like that woman at the front who just keeps shaking her head yeah. who seems to have now left <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she has. She's left. Okay. She, left she left when you said, um, that's what happens. I actually saw, that's what happens when a pig fucks a frog. <laughs> <laughs> she left. I, I noticed it was at that yeah. point. I was like, oh, that's Too close to home, mate, wasn't it? Too close to home. I think it's think... nice to find the line, isn't it? <laughs> when I play art centres, sometimes people who come to every single show at the art centre are sitting in the front row having a terrible time. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that'll happen at the Royal Abbey? Yeah. There'll be people in evening dress yeah. Yeah. expecting... Because there are boxes that are kind of reserved yeah, yeah. for people who own them. Yeah. Oh, you mean people who are like, oh, we missed the proms because yeah. we were away, but yeah. we'll come yeah, to we'll this. Turn up at this. Yeah, that yeah. would be different, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, and there's um, there's like a name for the people with those debentures. Debentures are the people with the season yeah. tickets. So yeah, I think there probably We've, are people that come to everything. I think they they literally said you can only play if we can sell all those tickets and not make any of them come to the point. <laughs> <laughs> I think they would have all kicked off at the Royal Albert Hall. So yeah. But it's well, very exciting. No, it's super. You should come exciting. along. I want to definitely come along. What's the twenty first of June? It 21st is. Yeah. How do I know that? God, I'm such a fan. Uh, <laughs> how do I remember that? I can't remember my children's names. I didn't even look at my book or anything, or write it down. Uh, well, fantastic. I'll re- I will come, and because uh, I'm not on tour then, and I'm, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be on holiday for three months. So, uh, lovely. Yay. Are you going to sit at the front and shake your head? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to come blue. <laughs> I'm going to throw sperm onto the stage. Monkey sperm. I'm going to come on as a pornographic uh, postman, <laughs> and uh, it'll be fun. What do you do? You wear just a normal postman outfit in your in your image of it? Yeah, yeah, it's not like a sexy postman outfit. Oh no, no, that would be that wouldn't be sexy at all. I find though, you know, I don't really like sex, uh, but I, the idea of people dressing up—if they dress up in like plasticized clothes—and that's not the real clothes, is it? They have to look like the the matron at an old people's home <laughs> for me to. <laughs> For me to, you've seen or wh- whatever the person's fantasy would be. Matron at an old people's home too. You've clearly seen it. Well, a postman wears those shorts anyway, so there's yeah. a bit of flesh on show. So you're yeah, fine. That's true. You're right. So it looks like you've thought about it yeah. as well. Um, Gotta love that calf meat. Yeah. Calf meat. <laughs> well, it's very exciting. Thank you so much for coming down, and uh, I hope your podcast goes on to be even more worldwide successful. <laughs> Spawning books and films. Why have I had these fuckers on? <laughs> helping them out. Helping them out with my... <laughs> They'll probably fill the Royal Abbey Hall now. I've had these 200 people have seen them. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my dad wrote a porno. You have been listening to Rich Chang's That's the Square Theatre Podcast with me, Rich Chang's, and my... Terrings, <laughs> and my... Yes, my name... And my guests, Alice Levine, Jamie Morton and James Cooper. 
a.k.a. my dad wrote a porno. That's what they're also known as. Thank you to Pest for providing us with this music. Thank you to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre. Thank you to everyone at the British Comedy Guide. Thanks, Chris Evans, not that one. And everyone at Go Faster Stripe and all the team. I'm indebted to my producer, Dave Gribb. And this is a Go Faster Stripe, uh, Sky Bideo, and Fuzz production. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening. RichardHarring.com slash gigs. GoFasterStripe.com for all my books, downloads, all that sort of shizzle. Oh, yeah, I know all the cool words. And um, would love to see you on the, on the Can I Have My Ball Back tour if you can make it. Bye.